Hey, uh, this is uh, the second part of a two-part episode with the cast of One, Two, Three Jokes. Um, in the first half, uh, Bob talked about the tumultuous relationships among former cast members of the show. Um, so definitely uh, go and listen to that if, if you haven't already. Uh, maybe some of our comments and jokes and stuff later on will make more sense too. Um, and, uh, you know... I don't know. I don't really know what reason you'd have to not listen to the other episode. So I don't know why I'm giving you such a hard sell. But uh, anyways, enjoy the second half with the cast of one, two, three jokes. Rick is very opinionated I, I, about I've, dating, and I've been binging on uh, <laughs> dates and sex, so I'm actually taking a break really? right now. Mm-hmm. A little bit um, of a brag there. I've been having yeah, too that much was, sex. I've been having <laughs> way too much sex. Uh, well, just kind of, yeah, just not feeling good about myself and my behavior. I think that, you know, um, why are we talking about me? Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So you it's know just when been... you're too sexy, you know that feeling? <laughs> well, so, so, yeah. So I just was uh, just not being responsible with my feelings or other people's feelings and just... Uh, not, not just, just binging, you know what I mean? Just like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, so I've been reading a little bit about recovery stuff. I went years ago to a slaw sex and love addicts thing <laughs> just once. And it was really weird because they were like old, all fucking, yeah, they were just these old <laughs> white guys, like with creepy eyes and stuff. The kind of people you'd think what? that you'd see that kind of like stereotype that you go, Oh, someone's a like, sex addict. Like Ugh. the central casting. And that was, yeah, the central <laughs> casting version. Isn't, uh, isn't that, forgive me if I'm wrong, but like very similar to AA or like mm-hmm. Overeaters Anonymous where it's about like you're yes. giving into a religion. It's yeah. like a God thing, right? Yep. So my friend was not a religious person. No, not really. Right. So my friend was in NA so what's na it's narcotics it's when your belly button is oh okay sir. <laughs> and what's the name of your friend no just kidding oh no <laughs> uh, so she she you know she she's like i have to tell you something she told me about her situation she's like but you have to tell me something and i was like uh i kind of have trouble with like <laughs> you know like whatever what do you do so you just like how long has that been going on that was a couple of years ago you were in i wasn't slot? in it so we just went once so she went with me because she so was... So when you became a devout member of Slaw. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the coin. I have the little coin because they give you a coin when you go. The I also have these pamphlets if you guys coin. would just... But just, I just didn't feel right. You never need another just, one, right? Right, right. And right. I don't... I didn't... It's kind of hard because it's not... It's it's not really like a problem problem. It's not like I'm like a maniac, but, you know, it just definitely like... like and the longer that it's gone, just like being not in relationships, not having really like deep connections with people, the longer, the more distance it feels like from being kind of normal, like a normal in your, relationship guy. Uh, and you're still having sex with a lot of people. No, not at the moment. Or you were, but just not in relationships. So it was yeah. like. Yeah. And I mean, like, like feast and famine, like that's the, the situation and the kind of like taught me a little bit to be like okay well if you have three dates this week and you have to go on all of them because you'll never you never know if like they're not going to want to hang out with you next week you know so and was it a sex thing or just like spend time with people it was both yeah so i mean yeah it was it was mostly the sex thing but also yeah (laughs) just like dating like just going on dates and like 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 the whole cycle the whole cycle of things yeah and um so yeah, I actually went before I got here. I was writ late. I went to a a tantric healing circle thing. To ju- I mean, I, I I think it's a cool thing. Like it's like to get you in touch with your own sexuality and kind of like start thinking about it more. I think it's a, just a mindfulness practice of like actually being like mindful of how your actions are affecting you. What is it? It's just it's, it's a tantric. Just- <laughs> It's, it's, uh, so essentially, I mean, there's some like breathing practices and stuff. Like we held our crotch and our hearts and then we like rocked and breathed and stuff. That was cool. But it's real horny. I can't (laughs) imagine a situation in which I would be more uncomfortable than what you just described. We're very different people. Yeah. I understand that. Um, so yeah, so it was cool. And it was also just a lot about like, we would get into circles, gendered circles, because they don't think they don't want people to be weird and like. Mm-hmm. you know uh objectify it but uh 
but yeah, so we just talked about like what sorts of things that are, you know, you draw your sexual partners to you. What do you do to repel them? What do you do? You know, how do you look at your sexual health and those sorts of things? And I just think it's like, it's just an interesting thing that it's something that I think that I have some room to work on. So, so I think it's a cool little practice and it's still being connected to your sexuality without, you know what I mean? Cause I don't want to just go like, nah, I'm, I'm Robert now. I'm just going to pretend <laughs> like I don't have a penis. Um, <laughs> now to be clear, I don't think that I know full well I have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, so I'm just going to take a break for a little while and, and just kind of see what happens. <laughs> Are you going to keep doing the tantric thing? Yeah. It's, is it like, uh, like you start getting, is the idea that you kind of lost the like conscious experience of sex and it just Mm -hmm. became sort of like, like automatic, like animal, not like, not animal, like passionate, but like animal, just like, I need to reproduce. Like I need to, (laughs) I need to have all these like chemical and like, you're just kind of not. I mean, I think that's part of it, but it was also just like the way that I did it was like very conscious, like, okay. Like very methodical and like, okay, she's going to, you know, this is, this is, this is a move that I've used before, you know, this like being too methodical about it and really just disconnecting from the person that you're experiencing with, you know? So, yeah. So, do you think you'll find a a lady someday? Like a you I, settle down? I think that that's finally what I'm working on. You know, I haven't been. I mean, I wanted it. I was like, I want somebody. I want somebody. And and now I'm like, okay, well, this is gonna take work. You know, because you're not ready to just have somebody. Yeah. So I'm working on it. I'm just doing my <laughs> my work right now. There's a funny little moment uh, this past weekend. Rick, Jeremy, and I were hanging out. And uh, <laughs> Rick was like, wouldn't it be great if we all had girlfriends and then they would like all be dancing and we could take a break? <laughs> I was like, that's a very specific. Wouldn't it be funny if we could just other. hang out without our girlfriends? <laughs> we still have them, but then they, they were friends with each other and then they can have their own podcast. Wouldn't it be great if we had girlfriends? <laughs> we're just in sight. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're pathetic. And no. you, have you have you date? Are you a dater? <laughs> uh, yeah, not at the moment. Uh, so my last relationship uh, ended at some undetermined point <laughs> that I don't really know. Uh, yeah, well, there's no reason to be vague about it. I know I'll get into it. <laughs> so I was uh, I was dating uh, the woman about three years ago. And it was it was really good. We hit it off. We uh, were very compatible. And um, she, about, I want to say 10 months into it, she got a job uh, in Nashville. And so she was going to, she was going to take that job. She works in uh, kind of the entertainment industry. Uh, and so she was going to take that job. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be permanent. You know, and so that kind of put the relationship in a in a weird spot of well, do we just end things, or you know, or kind of just leave it open, see what happens, or just kind of go for a long distance thing? I definitely wanted to go for a long distance thing because I, you know, I knew she'd be back at some point. You know, her goal She'll was to be come back. back. She'll <laughs> come back to this. Um, and she was like, you know, I've had a long distance relationship before. It didn't work. I. I don't think it'll work. And I'm like, well, let's just give it a shot, you know? So, uh, for about seven months, six months, um, it was, it was fine. You know, we'd Skype, whatever we'd call, talk to each other on the phone. How often text, uh, like every few days, like, you know, several times a week at that point up to then. (laughs) And then, uh, uh, about, Oh my God! I'm trying to remember all of this. So about well, just remember the fun parts. <laughs> were there fun parts? The interesting. Well, parts. did you? So, okay. so you guys were you did the long distance thing in a drug? It like did it kind of dwindle out? Well, with that no, or like it, how did it? How did you? Uh, okay, so so about six months, 
into that long distance thing, we had a very a normal very normal week. You know, talking on the phone, texting, even saying like, you know, good night, I love you kind of thing, you know. And then um, I send her a text over a weekend just saying I was hanging out with the group and I was like, hey, we're hanging out at Casey Moore's in Tempe. Really wish you were here. You know, miss you. And um, I didn't get a response back right away. Totally fine. It was one in the morning. It was like four in the morning in Nashville. And then uh, a couple hours later, I get a text back saying, just to make sure you're aware that I have a boyfriend, right? And I, I like, even right now, like, my, like, your heart stops. Like, what do you, what kind of a bombshell is that? And so I text back, like, are you serious? That's what I texted back. And then so, like, I decided to call because, like, fuck the text. I'm going to call. And then it, she didn't answer. She didn't answer. I called again. I called again. She didn't answer. And I'm like, if you're awake to send me that text, you're going to answer this fucking phone, right? And then it eventually just went straight to voicemail. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Maybe that text wasn't for me. Maybe that was maybe some other recent person that had texted her, you know, and maybe she's talking about me. I don't know what's going on, right? Yeah. So. Sorry to laugh. It was just. No, no, no. It's, it's just totally. hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. You're so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know how to feel at this yeah. point. And so, um, meanwhile, I'm pretty highly in. A high anxiety person already so I'm off the charts at this point uh, a couple days later I still hadn't heard from her and I'm trying to be like what was that about she's not answering my calls and so I go I I go meet up with Ricky I'm like Ricky we need to go like get some chicken wings right now I need to talk to you about this <laughs> so we go out I tell him what's going on he's like yeah that's freaking weird like she's she's not the kind of person that would do that so he tries to call her, tries to Facebook her and stuff, and she's just unresponsive. And so, like, I, I'm like, I'm going to give it another day, and we'll figure out, see what happens. I end up typing up this email that is, uh, I don't send it right away, but it's basically like, what the fuck? Like, how could you, it, you so apparently this is going on, and like, how could you do this? Like, you were just telling me two days ago, like, bye, I love you, like, it was this big old long, like, what the fuck, fuck you kind of email. And uh, I didn't send it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to wait a day. And then uh, still didn't hear from her. So uh, I ended up, I sent the email because, like, I'm like, you know, if the, I'm not going to keep dragging this on and tracing what's going on here. So, you know, I'm just going to cut this off, say my piece, and just move on. If this is what she's chosen, then I'm just going to move on. Um, but at the same time, I'm really worried and I'm kind of scared because this is not like her to be so unresponsive mm -hmm. to cut, to say that to me and then just like disappear to ghost, you know, Yeah. not like her. So I'm, I'm at the same time. I'm, I'm worried that something is very, very wrong. Were you worried or did you think like, Oh, she's, she's just, uh, no, I was worried. Cause yeah, lady. it was very, it was very weird. I mean, she's a little weird, but it's not, it just didn't seem like, didn't it didn't it didn't seem like an appropriate behavior yeah. for anybody so that was like something didn't add up yeah it didn't yeah. add up so Wait, you, did you know them at this point i no. no what she, did you what do you what would you have said if you were there <laughs> i have no idea i don't know <laughs> what do you think right now listening to the story i think jeremy's making the whole thing up <laughs> <laughs> uh so okay, so what you okay, tried so, to find out? Yeah, so I, uh, it, I kind of want to know what's going on. Stay on you your know, mic, dude, just to make sure she's okay. So I, I, I find a, a phone number for her mom. I give her mom a call and I say, "Hey, I haven't heard from her in several days. She sent me this kind of cryptic message. She's totally unresponsive. Have you heard from her? You know?" And she's like, "You know, I don't know. I'll give her a call." Like she's like, "I haven't talked to her in a few days, but I'll give her a call." And then I said, please let me know. Like, if this whole thing is true and she doesn't want to talk to me, fine. But can you please just let me know she's okay? Use your other hand. Okay. Uh, I'm talking with one hand, well, holding the mic, and I keep You're leaning away mic. from the mic a lot. Um, so she calls me back a couple hours later. She's like, um, I didn't talk to her, but I sent her a text, and she texted me back that she's at work. She'll call me later. 
And then I'm like, okay, so I'll just walk away, right? And then, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, did she send that text or did yeah. somebody else send that text? Anyways, like I'm, you thought that she had gotten kidnapped or something? I don't know what. To That's think. what I'm. Th- I I'm convinced. <laughs> like I've read, I've read. There was like a story about that in a. Uh, like where like that couple got kidnapped and then somebody started like sending text messages to people be like hey you guys okay and like fuck off like we're oh moving out of the country and, and people were like what's wrong with them and, and that es- was wow. it and especially this text just to be clear you're aware I have a boyfriend now right is somebody harassing her and like is she in danger you know this is what I'm thinking so I'm not totally satisfied that she texted her mom in quotes texted her mom back but what can I do so I'm just about to t- text Ricky, like, I-, I wash my hands of this whole thing. I'm done. I get a call from a Nashville unidentified phone number. And so I'm like, oh, shit. I call, I mean, I answer it, and she's like, hey, it's me. Um, I just, I, I kind of need to let you know what's going on. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, please. And she's like. But this isn't right away. This is much later, right? No, this is the day after oh, I the talked day to after? her. No, the, okay. this is like an hour after I talked to her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls me. She's like, uh, the the guy whose house I'm staying in is psycho. She's like, he he's gotten into my phone. He's gotten in, into my computer while I'm not there, and he's been like deleting emails like i'm there's been work emails and stuff i'm not receiving and he's yeah she's like he's uh (laughs) he's got a huge dick and it's so great (laughs) (laughs) and then we were making these jokes in real time (laughs) at at the time but uh get to dust this one off (laughs) (laughs) and she's like um so i just want you to know i'm like well you know a why are you just now telling me this? It's been five days. And then B, like, what are you going to do? Like, you need to go to the police or something. Get out of there. She's like, I've been trying to find somewhere else to stay. I can't find anywhere. She's like, I don't have money to go to, like, a hotel or something. I've been asking some friends where I can crash. I can't find anywhere. She's like, but for now, like, I'm just going to try to figure this out and deal with it. And um, she's like, I'm not sure how, when I'm really going to be able to get back in contact with you because but she was you were still in a relationship then as far as i knew and okay yes (laughs) so so and i'm like so you didn't send me this text that you have a boyfriend now she's like no i never sent you anything like that she's like it it had to have been him she's like i'm i'm guaranteed do you want do you want anything to drink (laughs) okay there's a box of wine on the Uh counter that also is totally full and there's wine glasses on the top shelf of the you there's like two in there but there's plastic ones <laughs> she's saying are you going to edit this are you going to edit this out you edit your yeah might as well, well just <laughs> say this, this one might be a little more work but it's alright uh, <laughs> i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's our yeah, whole show on the yeah, top yeah. shelf of that one rick we're we're really actually le- no, i'm going to use the bathroom okay. we're really okay. leaning into <laughs> the casual <laughs> part of it Do I hit the stop button or the play button? Uh, I, you want to just keep it going, or do you want to do a stop? Did you just? Well, what do you want me to do? Hit stop or hit play, or pause? All right, episode two. Find out what happens with Rick's love addiction next. Week. <laughs> <laughs> episode two. Still addicted. <laughs> plan to getting over my well i think i had the most that's a that's a good way to like make people hate you like (laughs) it's a crossover between our shows so Uh like who like (laughs) (laughs) the best joke who had the best closure (laughs) we should vote for whose life is the most pathetic (laughs) (laughs) so you previously where were we um so she says you are she says she's uh, like being held hostage more or like in some way like a hostage s- in her own place where she is yeah and she's like this guy has like thrown my phone against the wall like 
almost like he thinks that she is his or he wants to be with her. I don't really know, but, you know, I got his name and just in case. And I'm like, you got to get out of there. She's like, uh, this was at the end of July that, of that year. And she's like, you know, I might not be able to really reach out and, to, and get this thing squared away till like September. I totally forgot about August. I'm thinking this is like a week away. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fine. Do what I have to do, you know. I'll, and then uh, so I go to uh, to September almost without hearing about her. And then I, I'm getting kind of mad, you know, because you can't just leave me in this spot worrying about you 2,000 miles away, really not keeping me up to date with what's going on, how it's going. You're okay because, like, apparently your phone's compromised. I can't really talk to you through that. You know, she called me from a landline at a state farm insurance store because she didn't trust her own phone to not be uh, monitored by this guy. That so, is crazy. So it's crazy. At the same time, I'm not sure I totally 100% believe this whole story, <laughs> right? It's that crazy. And so I, the, the longer I don't hear from her, almost the more upset I'm getting that she's kind of leaving me hanging about this. And so... I hear from her in September, just kind of like, what's the situation? She's like, I'm going I'm, uh, I'm to be crashing on some friends' couches. You know, she's like, and also this is not the business. The work part of this is not really working out like I wanted to. She's like, I, I think I'm going to end up coming back home, which is good news to me, right? Um, and then so, uh, again, after that part of the conversation in that mid-September, I – the communication with her is far and few between and you know so i'm not handling it very well i'm i'm pretty upset about it and then so she comes back into town at, at, and then in january and she kind of comes over and she's like hey you know i'm sorry about um about the whole thing i'm sorry about just being kind of quiet about it all she's like i really didn't know how to handle it and she's she is a very that kind of person who's just like it insulates i guess through like stressful things and so i get that but at the same time like that that wasn't really fair to me either you know um so uh she she's kind of like you know i don't know what role you want if you want me in your life again you know she's like i i'd like to and i'm like i don't really know because i've kind of already mourned you you know like I've already kind of processed the feelings of a breakup when I thought that you had a new boyfriend out there in Nashville, you know, so I could go either way. I could, I could try to resume this or I could just go like, I've processed those feelings. I, I can move on. So I wasn't sure. Um, so we talked, we talked a little bit. Did you kind of like hope for one? Always. Well, I mean, cause it was good when she was here. Right. So it's like, if that, if you can have that back, why wouldn't you want to? But the question is, like, can you have that back, yeah. right? Has too much damage been done? I didn't know. So um, so we hung out a few times. She ended up getting another uh, – some local gigs. And then I don't remember if she, where she went again. I think she went up to Colorado for, for some work. And then the, the ghosting started happening happening again not like crazy like the first story but just like that uh that's just the kind of person she is it, you know she's just not that communicative and and all that so at that point i was like i i i i don't i can't do this you know so yeah that was the end of that how but did you end what did you what did you say to her um it just fizzled out to nothing <laughs> nothing oh, yet stopped yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Is this it? Are you breaking up with her right now? <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, you know I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's been a year and a half since I've talked to you. I can't do this. No. But I know you love podcasts, <laughs> so I'm hoping that this reaches you. No, and again, and then after she came back from Denver, uh, it was like, it was like, okay, maybe now this is the time, right? And then again, my hopes go up, and, and you mean your penis. Yeah, my hope, my big brown hope goes up, and uh, very generous. <laughs> and uh, in the pool, hope floats. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it was always that balance between like, do I hope for something to rekindle, or do I just move on? And 
eventually I, I feel like at some point she's going to reach out again and and I'm going to have to say like no you know because <laughs> it, it fizzled into nothing and I think that's just where it is and I think she's probably realized I'm not reaching out I, I'm not chasing her anymore you know because I can't I can't yeah. chase her forever you know so she's probably just gonna all right, I'll let it go and I'm just gonna let it go so there's no closure like Ricky has with his tantric sex circles <laughs> but hey it's open to you. It's open door. <laughs> Come on in, brother. It's even more evocative while holding a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me unbutton a few of these buttons on my shirt. Do you think she'll like? Uh, do, like, why did did she do that? Did she think she wants? Did she want somebody to pine for her? I think she is just a person who (laughs) (laughs) she I know her growing up she moved around a lot and at one point she lived overseas Um, her dad had a job that kind of placed them moved them around a lot and so she never really had a grounded home or long-term even friendships you know so I think her nomadic upbringing kind of lent to a difficulty in attaching roots in a place or a person. So I think that's just who she is. You know, she's a nomad and she's just going to meander until she really figures out what she wants. I think a lot of people tend to also just become close with the people who they're closest with in proximity because, you know, like it's really hard being in a long distance relationship, no matter what the strength of your relationship is when you, become long distance um and so i think if the relationship wasn't really really strong to begin with it's even that much harder to maintain a closeness i I did uh this was a couple about a month ago uh when i was at work i met her through through work uh we were uh both working in the same event setup in a hotel ballroom uh Anyways, that's the industry I'm in. So uh, a month ago, I was at work, and I, <laughs> I was at work, and I saw one Too of much her personal stuff. Yeah, one of her. Sorry, good Jason. Friends. Usually, people applaud when he says. His name. <laughs> yeah, I, why are, why aren't you standing? Um, I saw a good friend of hers that uh, they had become very close friends, and so you know, she and I were. <gasps> was it that good tennis girl? Tennis girl, easy now. The, the like she was like a Swedish girl or something. Rick is holding his penis her, in his her heart old right roommate? now. Yeah, <laughs> no, her old roommate. No, that wasn't her. She was cute. Happy breathing. She was cute. She was a uh, Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Let's get to the bottom. Anyways, of this. <laughs> um, tennis girl. Anyways, she played oh, tennis. Okay. Well, she was like, well, whatever. Tennis. She was like an Olympic tennis player. No, she wasn't. That sounds like a tennis woman to me. She was <laughs> tennis. What did I say? Tennis girl. Girl. Oh, sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Whatever your name is. (laughs) Something Dutch. Um, Sounds like some Dutch broad. (laughs) Is that good? All right. Oh, so I ran into a a friend of my ex, and I was kind of nervous about, like, bringing her up because I didn't know what she knows or I didn't want to rehash that even in my own emotions. But I did. (laughs) I was like... Because she asked, she's like, hey, have you heard from her lately? And I was like, no, you know, I haven't really talked to her in a while. And and I was like, have you? And then she said, no, you know, we were we got we were really good friends. We got pretty close. But she kind of just started being unresponsive to my texts. And, you know, I haven't heard from her in a while. So I don't really know, like, what she's up to and stuff. And then it clicked to me like it wasn't me really that you know because she did the same thing to a good friend of hers that she had gotten really close with that uh and i've said and it's not i told her it's not you either because she did the same thing to me she just kind of disappears you know so it's more about that's just who she is it's and did you guys fall in love Um, her friend that left that she left too wouldn't uh, that be a good way to that would be i would have to I would have to meet her husband first oh. to see if they're into that kind of thing. Are you... But bring him to the circle. <laughs> we'll find out. Are you like... Uh, do you, so are, you're not a nomad. I'm not. You? I'm born and raised here. And, you wanna and you? I'm going to stay here for... What are you looking for? 
just kissed his mic, so <laughs> looking for a married to the job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the industry, by the way. If you didn't know, the uh, ballroom no, industry. No, I'm looking for you know a good woman. You know, she had a lot of good qualities, so I'm looking for that. But looking just for a lover that won't blow my cover. <laughs> yeah. So any women out there who uh, won't disappear <laughs> into thin air? That's what this show's really about. (laughs) Please love us. (laughs) It kind of is. That's what my life is about. (laughs) (laughs) I would date, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of like Robert. I'm not in a rush to date, so you know. Do you feel? (laughs) Do you? Do you feel like you get a lot of? um, Does like do people listening to the podcast and like responding to it and stuff? Does that like give you some? Some love. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone that listens to the podcast wants to sleep with all four of us mm-hmm. naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it w- they we, want it to be simultaneous. It, but it, it also problem. feels that you have to remember, like, it just feels empty because they only like the personalities they hear in the podcast. They don't want to know the But then again, so do we. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, hmm. I mean, we don't get a lot of there's not a lot of vocal fans like we get a handful of <laughs> people we've had who are, some vocal fans that's not true I, I was at my sister's wedding and someone recognized me from the podcast oh, and we'll i had shut just up about it. i had just joined the podcast i was imp- i was exciting <laughs> i was happy about it too I'm, I'm saying like uh i mean we we do have people who reach out to us like early on we had a guy from ghana mm-hmm. like it, nice. we almost thought just like oh it's probably just like some fake bot account or whatever but we actually were able to contact him, and he was on our show mm-hmm. via Skype. <laughs> really? Yeah, that it was like, awesome. And then, like, it was it was like the littlest thing, but it's like, oh, it's Rick. Like, yeah, he <laughs> was excited. Oh, that's awesome! Wait, and, like, he would hear us come onto the the line, and he'd be like, oh, hey, there's Kate Prey. Yeah, oh, that's, <laughs> that's really, really cool. cool. Hey, uh, I he, I came onto the line, and I was like, uh, what was his name? Uh, R- 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 Ramsey. Ramsey. I was like, hey, Ramsey. He's like, oh my gosh, Jeremy, it sounds just like you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that tickled me. <laughs> but yeah, like just, just these little crumbs we get where it's just like, mm, all the nourishment just uh, like yeah. feeds our soul. Yeah. But yeah. What's, uh, what's your goal? What are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> are, oh you here, are you here for the attention? No. Um, the free blow? In the fact, <laughs> just because of my job, when I... the first Are you time in I, the industry? <laughs> I'm in the ballroom industry. Um, everybody clap. Um, when I was a guest on the podcast the first time, I wouldn't even let them use my last name mm-hmm. because I I wasn't embarrassed, but I was afraid. I I don't know what it is. It's like I'm... What do you... You work with kids? Mm-hmm. Is that really what it is? Or is it yeah, like some, yeah. I was afraid. Can you say what you do with them? (laughs) 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 Um, Now we're gonna get into the nitty gritty. I work in in a for a religious organization, and so it's not just like I'm a teacher. Where you know, (laughs) you heard of the Westboro Baptist Church? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And because I, I because I work, I just I want for the people that I work with to not be like, wow, this person is like perverse or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I, my humor tends to be on the more perverse, like dark side. I and find it to be more pun heavy. <laughs> it's pun heavy, but you know that I say things also that I would never say around a child. We all do. But, this right, is but, an adult but the, podcast. The idea I say them of like one of the parents or one of the kids for whatever reason stumbling across and listening to it is kind of like always been in the back of my head so when i first had been a guest on the show i said you know you just can't tag me on facebook you can't use my last name so they didn't um and then when i joined the cast i was like obviously that's not gonna work forever so um i just you know went with it and hopefully no one out there is listening to this thinking that i'm not worthy of working with children but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah are you are you you're not religious or Uh, do you want to say because like no i mean i i'm jewish (laughs) what but (laughs) they uh, they know this already um i i celebrate the i mean yeah like it's you're a christmas easter jew 
I have as well. <laughs> I work for a temple, so I'm at a temple every single day. But the thing is, I have this conversation with my roommate all the time. It's hard to explain to someone who's not Jewish that the amount of Jewish you are doesn't always correlate with the amount of religious you are. Mm. Um, so if you're Jewish and you're listening to this, you'll probably understand. Other than that, I don't know how to explain it. So I'm not a, an extremely religious person, but I am definitely a very Jewish person. You're like connected to the, the, culture. the culture and the... And the, the value values. system yeah, okay. is extremely important to me. Um, but the religious component of it is more of like it's important to me but it's not it's not why i love my religion do you think uh you're gonna like do you look for relationships with jewish it's funny that you ask that because i actually (laughs) never really dated a jewish person (laughs) i've gone out she has such a taste for foreskin it's hard <laughs> I've also never dated someone who's uncircumcised, but <laughs> I uh, hey, neither have I. I recently went out for the first time with someone who was Jewish, like very recently, and we had talked about it too because he said he also never dates Jewish people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I we really just, just am not. Attracted. We couldn't figure out who's going to pay for dinner, so <laughs> it didn't really work out. Rich. Come on, you can do that <laughs> dumb shit on our show. <laughs> he paid. <laughs> What no, a but, um, <laughs> he was a he was a really nice guy. It didn't work out, but he's a nice guy. Are you like a so? What's your, your casual dater? Do you? No, uh, I mean I'm I'm definitely looking for a more serious relationship. I think I'm a hundred percent more serious about dating than any of these three. I think you're more obsessed with it. Obsessed? Are you kidding me? You just said you went to love and sex addicts meeting. Yeah, but because I'm trying to like take care of I'm not obsessed with dating, but I think there is a certain point where when you are interested in in dating and being in a relationship, you have to go like, this is what I need to do. It's like when you're looking for a job, it's it's like a full-time job looking for a job, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I feel about dating where it's like, when I decide to take it seriously, that's what I try to prioritize in my life. And then there's times where I just get exhausted of it and I take a step back and I just focus on my friends and my family more. So what, who is the stand-up that you did? Can I ask you that? The stand-up <laughs> that I dated? Yeah, was that I like dated, a serious relationship? I, I So I've dated quite a few stand-up <laughs> comics, actually. I've gotten around the scene. <laughs> Have you ever looked at a lineup and gone, oh, every single one of them? <laughs> Has anybody ever talked about you on my podcast? <laughs> oh, my God, I don't know. That would be crazy. Hi, um, yeah, that would be crazy. We'll touch base after. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But um, my college boyfriend um, and I, that was probably, that was a very serious relationship for me. Um, And he did stand up in the Valley. Yeah. Am I supposed to say his name? I don't want to. to, (laughs) I mean, the people that know me know who he is. And was it, um, did you do, did you met him through, through college or through comedy? We were in ASU comedy together. Was it hard to break up? The breakup was really hard for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it was hard for him. <laughs> and it was when you, <laughs> when you were in college? Mm-hmm. I had graduated. He was still in college when we broke up. Yeah. Why Why was it hard? Uh, he was the first person I was in love with. And um, we had talked a lot about getting married and living together and having kids. And so in my mind, like that was going to happen eventually. And there were serious issues in the relationship that as an adult I would have seen as huge red flags I would see as huge red flags now at the time because I was so young and pretty inexperienced with dating I overlooked a lot of it because I was in love um so we would have broken up eventually anyway and as an adult and in retrospect I see that but at the time I didn't did you freak out like Oh, yeah. What'd you do? It was bad. Did you run do donuts in his yard? Well, part of the problem (laughs) was that like we had dated for, I want to say, a year and a half, but we had been pretty good friends prior to even dating and spending not only like romantic time together, but like we had the same friend group and we were in three different comedy troops together and just like (laughs) we we literally... Red flags. We literally (laughs) saw each other all all the time. And when the 
the we had gotten back together and broken up after but the first time we had broken up he did it over the phone and that to me while he was like it was really bad so basically the timeline was like we had been dating and one night he had a party at his house all our friends were there and um i had to work the next morning and he was going out of town the next morning with his roommate who was also a good friend of mine and um I was tired. I went to bed. He went to bed with me. We did our thing. And then um, he says, you know, I'm not tired. I'm going to go back out to the party. I said, okay, I'm going to bed. So he went back out to the party, did uh, whatever, I don't know. And then he came back to bed. And the next morning, he woke up. He went out of town with his roommate. I woke up. I got ready for work. There were two girls, like, sleeping on the couch. I chit-chatted with them for a while. And then I went to work. Uh, while he was out of town, he broke up with me over the phone and that was devastating. About a month later, we had gotten back together and I found out that he had at that party gone back out to the party, hooked up with this girl in his car. It was one of the girls that was on the couch in the morning that I like casually chit chatted with, um, broke up with me, started dating her. And when she blew him off, he basically, like, came crawling back to me. And, I, like, by the time I knew all this, we had already been back together for a while. And that was, like, really hard, too. Yeah. Serious question. What do you think of his comedy? <laughs> I think that he's actually very funny. But the, he's very funny. He's a good comic. <laughs> I'll give him that. I he knows Rick, how to use what he has. <laughs> I wanted Rick to get a serious question. What do you think of my comedy? <laughs> <laughs> You're a hack. <laughs> it's probably true. But that was that was the first time I'd ever been in love. And so for me, and, and like bullshit happened after that too. We got back together and like, I won't even get into that the whole thing, but uh, it, it was a, it was very traumatizing <laughs> for me. <laughs> Are you, uh, do you feel like you've come onto this show to teach these guys, like, you know, how to how treat to a lady? How to love, <laughs> like how to, love. How to be, yeah. How I don't to think Carly knows how to treat a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've come onto this show and I feel like I can finally join the Me Too movement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Don't start throwing Rick. that willy-nilly. <laughs> no, Carly wants to join the hashtag Me Too, please. <laughs> Rick! Jeez. Um, no, these guys are good guys. They they really are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just lost 50 listeners. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, no, sorry. No. Um, d- is it like... Do you guys like think you'll all be friends forever? <laughs> I doubt that it. That was such a cute question. <laughs> I think so. Well, give it yeah. the old college try. Certainly, it, it's it literally it's been almost twenty years already, <laughs> and yeah. I'm at the end of my rope. <laughs> <laughs> so these three have such an interesting rapport with each other. They're so mean to each other, <laughs> but they love each other so much. It's I mean, so <laughs> delightful to be around. Like and I'm not, I don't mean that in a sarcastic oh, way at all. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because like, uh, uh, we, we share a lot of similarities, but, you know, Rick and I and are <laughs> we differ so much. We disagree on Almost everything. Yeah, you guys are so different. But we agree on how we feel about Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love me. Yeah. And he's such a little doormat. We'll do <laughs> and he'll stick around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the secret to our relationship. Yeah, I think there's something about being on the same wavelength, but being very different also. That's something cool about that. I kind it's of, fun. I, I feel like it does kind of feed into our show a little bit too. It kind of, uh, you know, I like the fact that at least I feel that we're bringing a different energy, each of us, you know, and I'm including you too, Carly. I don't, I'm not trying to say like just me, Jeremy and Rick. Like, I think we all have something distinct and offer something different for, for the show. And I, I like how it all kind of blends together. 
you had asked earlier, you know, like, what's your goal with the podcast? And I actually asked, I think I asked Robert this pretty recently, like, what what was your goal when you created the podcast? Like, what, what do you want? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, naturally, I think a lot of people are like, well, we started this show because, like, eventually we want to make money out of it or we want to get discovered or we want it to get bigger or whatever. Um, but Robert's <laughs> answer was really interesting to me where he was just like, whatever. Because I think genuinely it's just something that you love to do. And I it's feel not like, like I was probably more eloquent than that. <laughs> your general <laughs> attitude was like, what happens, happens. I'm, I'm not trying to like right. be famous or do anything. Like, There's still ambition, though, with sure, the show sure. to kind of improve Well, we what want we it to be successful, of course, as anyone does in their hobbies. But I think it's interesting because like, I didn't join the show so that like I could you know, get famous. Right on our coattails. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just felt like I enjoy your company, and it's like a creative outlet, like you had yeah. said. And whatever happens, happens. But like, I, I won't be upset if in like a year from now, like we don't have any more listeners, and we're just doing the same thing. Well, if Rick keeps going, we won't. <laughs> it's just really fun. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, and I, and I'll echo that sentiment. Yeah, I'll echo the question to you, Jason. What do you? I'll just. Uh, what are you in it for? I like to see the insides of people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not even going to air this. This is just. A He's actually going to be starting a decor podcast pretty soon. <laughs> what, what what a podcast! Oh, look at this design. It's amazing. <laughs> Let Very me describe rustic. this painting to you. Did you, you paint that yourself? <laughs> oh, the emotion I'm getting from this painting. You guys should really see it. <laughs> Until uh, next time. <laughs> do you, do you guys want to? Let me think. Do an episode of Disneyland. Love to let you think. Can yes. we? Yes. Can we? I don't know. If, no, never mind. I don't want to put anybody on the spot. No. Oh, put us in. Do, you wanna, yeah. do you? Can I just see if you guys can come up each one of you <laughs> do a joke <laughs> based off of one of yours, your heart. Breaks. <laughs> oh, shit. So any of you, an original joke because ori- we've we've already. <laughs> yeah, I I have one right now. Okay. Um, did you guys? <laughs> Sorry, Rick, but <laughs> did you guys know that Rick's um favorite singer is Alanis Morissette? No. Because he's got one hand in his heart and the <laughs> other hand is on his dick. <laughs> 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 you know, maybe this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> uh, man, <laughs> you don't have. If you don't have, that, that, that <laughs> we try very hard to present ourselves like, you know, somewhat capable. <laughs> but this, you need to edit out all of this shit because it's gonna reveal us as frauds. What are you talking about? The I joke me. I just oh, made just was amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that was like an, a very good impression of an unintelligible Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I think that's another. That's another important aspect of our show is if anyone struggles. The others will just stomp on them. <laughs> <laughs> no one comes to the rescue of anybody. <laughs> so true. I got um, guys. I got nothing. I got no. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, we'll just, <laughs> you got one. No. no. <laughs> that's why I asked you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, should I ask this if I can't think of a joke? And I was like, <laughs> ask it. That's my show. I yeah, mean, but I, we we're pretty free reign with each other in conversation. You know about they they tease me that my ex got a new boyfriend out in Nashville or we make fun of <laughs> we how we did I'm sorry <laughs> you know or we will just make fun of how like you know uh, I, I, I almost don't want to say but how Chris will like you know do again what he did <laughs> that, that was a very very bad way I, I don't even want that in the show but like we have made jokes about all of our situations so but to come up with like a succinct one on the spot that a perfectly well-rounded written joke well-crafted right. joke because yeah, it's, it's got to sting a little bit it's yeah like, it's all about yeah, yeah. timing like okay he's kind of vulnerable right now so yeah <laughs> as per our usual <laughs> arrangement mm. um yeah, I think I think that's we the just 
we just played this prank on Jeremy for the second time. <laughs> we took it out of the other episode, so like we can tell it on this show. So one of the times we were on the show, Jeremy left his jokes at Robert's house, and I said, "Hey, Robert, you should," because he was going to do them for the next episode. Robert, you should take his jokes and use his jokes and tell them in a slightly different way so that he doesn't know at first. And the, he, they did it, and it was great. It was so good. Guys, it was take a so listen. perfect. And the, the episode is entitled, You've Been Had. Yeah. So, so, but Robert, Robert found ways to make it sound just a little bit different, and Jeremy, like, suspected it at first, but not really. It he was not, his it. last he joke. He did not suspect I did not it. it. It was, we I did his joke slightly reworded. He's like, oh dang, I have a joke just like that. Are you talking about the first <laughs> yeah, time? The first, first time. Yeah. And this is Jeremy, so he's like, oh shucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, do the second one. Which, by the way, I have different. to point Carly, out, please. This happens all the time, though, that people will have the me? same joke. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of parallel thought. And then I do that second joke, and it's slightly different. And he's like, mm, well, this is crazy. And like another one. <laughs> And then the third joke comes around, and I do the last one verbatim, his joke. And then he's like, oh, you assholes. Oh, oh god damn and it. And we all had a laugh, and it was we all so enjoyed great. it. All oh, the fun we had. One of the we best moments of the show. In our most recent recording, <laughs> we do the exact same thing. Jeremy went out to smoke a cigarette. I take <laughs> a picture of his jokes, because I hadn't written anything. I couldn't think of anything for this story. So I just went ahead and steal it. And then we're laughing while he's out there. Like, this is going to be great, right? Yeah. This is going to be hilarious. Capturing that magic. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> I do the first joke and I like, I try to reword it as best I can, but he's immediately he's like, oh, you motherfucker. You know, that, that was, that was a genuine, like, damn, I have the same joke. Just oh, like was the it? first day. The first one. Oh, the I, first thought, joke I thought you, you immediately caught on. I was like, no. oh, you guys he did it to me again. He caught on as soon as you said the second one. Yeah, as soon as you start, my Because it started with the same three words, right. my buddy Pete. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought you had already caught on. So it was like, okay, well, maybe he doesn't think I did the whole thing. And then I do it again, but it's not as fun this time around. Well, he gets so I mad. Was, I was very upset this time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we hope to capture that tension. Yeah, in the yeah. Send the audio right. over to over to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll send you that. Are you gonna edit out Jeremy's initial disdain? Or no, you gonna... no, no. Keep it in. It's I was I was confusing in. it with the last time that he also got upset. Jeremy's like the sweetest guy in the world, but there have been a couple times where we abused him. <laughs> we pushed it a little too far. It's it, it's very hard to make me mad. You know, I'm very happy. Go I, lucky I guy. felt like we didn't try hard yeah, at all. It's pretty easy. <laughs> but they know how to do it. No, you but, were uh, frustrated more than mad. I think. I'll tell you wh why I was mad. Oh no, it was be just because I, I had a lot invested in those jokes. <laughs> I thought they were good. I I really had the delivery. Fine. He planned. was playing the spread. Yeah, I had the delivery planned. I knew how I wanted to to do them, and like I thought they might win, and then. They just, it felt like they pulled the rug out from under me. And then I was mad because I'm like, because you didn't write jokes, you lazy motherfucker. You're going to take mine? And I was like, that kind of thing. But it all worked out. I think it's end up going to be. And then he remembered what the premise of the show was, that none of these things matter. Yeah. It's just for fun. <laughs> and I think it's going to go down as one of my favorite episodes, actually. We'll see. We'll see. 